Welcome to Tribe Talking. I'm Flacky. He's Mooney. We're two passionate fans of the game with the funny-shaped ball. Are we experts? No. Opinionated? Very much so. We're going to talk Chiefs and the great game in general. Well, welcome back to our listeners. Uh, we are here for our sixth episode of Tribe Talking. And I wish it was on a, a better, better news and on a lighter note. Um, we'll get into why uh, soon. I think we can all guess by the, the sound of my voice what's uh, where this is going tonight. First off, I am very aware that my co-host is uh, recovering from a seventh birthday party for his little boy. Happy birthday, Roman. Mr. Mooney. How are we doing? I've had the day from hell. Honestly, <laughs> you know, I love that it's his birthday, but I can just give a bit of uh, background here. So I've got a seven-year-old in my house. I've also got a seven-week-old. Um, some of the ladies listening might give me a bit of stick here, but my missus is breastfeeding. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a one-man job. And You can't uh, really help out, to be no. fair. No. So I've been sleeping on the couch. Quite happily, quite happily. And uh, yeah, this morning she, she comes downstairs at six and she says, guess what? We've been up since 3.30 a.m. And I, I think, oh, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, was my, that was my seven-year-old. You know, he, was, he woke up so excited for his birthday. Oh, mate. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, it's going to be a long day. You know, we had chocolate for breakfast. Standard, yeah. Then we, yeah, then we went out for breakfast. Had like waffles with chocolate. Double breakfast. Good. Yeah. Then we went bowling, and that was possibly the worst, ex- one of the worst experiences of my life. Genuinely, it was <laughs> context. So, well, it was six, six people, <laughs> six of us in a team. You know, three kids, three adults. Yeah. I was the only one that had my the uh, barriers down. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. For some reason. Uh, just kept gutter balling it every time. So that was winding. Okay, mate, at least you stuck by your lack of talent. You went, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to wear this like a badge of honor. Yeah. Well, it's, not... it's actually, it's a limp wrist. That's what I blame it on. I've got a limp wrist. So <laughs> How do you hold do? the ball? Do you go middle finger, index finger, thumb, or do you go the two two fingers in the middle? Because if you do that, you can keep your wrist yeah. straight. I discovered. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> not if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so... um. And, it, you know, it's like kids, you're playing with young kids. There were six people on team. just took so long. And my just stress levels were rising. In the end, I grabbed the baby and just left. I left with two rounds to go. I said, I can't cope anymore. I'm out of here. So, uh, yeah, I left. And then we came home and there was a, then there was a birthday party. So we had all these other little kids around it. All boys. My family was all boys. So that was chaos. Boys crying, smashing their faces off stuff. And uh, it's just finished literally about half an hour ago. So carnage um, yeah and and you know i was i was down anyway to be honest with you after the weekend yeah. so it's yeah, like yeah. it's supposed we to be will, a happy time and i was like oh this is we will get on to that but we as, as i said to you before we start my daughter's ninth birthday tomorrow there's there's five kids in our house so it's not even like we can get rid of a couple um, I don't, you know, mate, five kids oh my god how on yeah. earth do you manage my friend had three he had four kids he had three and then he had a fourth and I said, what, what's it like having four kids? And he said, imagine you're drowning and someone passes you a baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> you laugh, right? So, 
so what it is, my, my, my three from my first marriage live with me full time and my missus two from her first marriage live with, um, with, with us full time. So we've got, we've got the five of us all the time. And when we met, I was driving an old Land Rover and she had a little, this excellent little golf. And now we've both, I, I, she's got the Zafira and she hates life because she's got the mummy mobile. And I've got mm-hmm. a, a, like a crossover thing with seven seats, but we've had to go out and buy these two inexpensive cars because we can't get around otherwise it's not possible and the boot space is pathetic and it's always a fight about who sits in the back and yeah honestly it's i'm, I'm off my head mate there's no other way to describe it but yeah but they all play together a, a bit and it's like it's like world war three on a good night but um yeah so tomorrow is going to be uh it's going to be entertaining to say the least so what, next mate. week, next week you'll be on the downer, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday I'll be on the downer. Um, next, yeah. definitely next week I'm going back to the motherland for uh, for a holiday to see my folks. So we'll uh, we'll be able to do pod from Scotland. Scotland. Oh, and I thought you were going. I thought you going to say <laughs> your folks live in Devon. We. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we put it off long enough. We're going to have yeah. to talk some rugby. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this ain't going to be good. Well, they say 24 hours is a long time in politics, and that a week in rugby is a fucking lifetime. We have got the British and Irish Lions have gone from heroes to I don't even know how to describe that performance against South Africa. Take nothing away from the box. They came to play. They were up for it. We're going to talk questionable refereeing decisions because there were many. Ironically, after we bantered against the box last week for them, the... the, (laughs) The chaos that has been Rassi Erasmus on on the internet. And you know something that's really bugged. I've, I've been sat here all week, moon, all week, last couple of days, and trying to work out something positive to bring from that game. And there's nothing. There is not apart from Luke Cowan Dickey's line out accuracy, there is well, nothing to go take from it. It was I think there is. I think there is, actually. Um, oh. but we will. It is to do with Cowan Dickey, but I think we should let's wait, and I'll I'll bring my point up slightly later. But Sounds good, we're going to need something um, to cheer us up. Let's lay into uh, Razzie Erasmus's uh, one-hour-long moaning session. <laughs> see what we see what we both think of that, mate. I, I um, I'll be honest with you, mate. I turned it off after ten minutes because I just couldn't I couldn't watch it. It was so cringeworthy, and like yeah. you are. A senior rugby name. You are at the top of the tree, the the, manager, the director of rugby for the world champions, and you're having a bitch. That's what it was. It was a bit. Yeah. It's very casual. Well, we will, no doubt we will come on to this as well. Very su- suggesting a certain cards being played by officials, bringing up Gatlin's um, comments about the TMO, which everyone in the world, but you know. Um, agreed on bit strange to have a south african tmo and it was just he's utterly utterly bizarre isn't he he is well i mean i think he's right on some of it there is a referee in crisis mm. in the world you know i i think i i think the only two actually the only two referees i like internationally are luke pierce and wayne barnes because i think they're the only ones where you kind of know what's going on What's the Aussie one? Angus Gardner. He's not too bad. 
Yeah, but yeah, okay. he's, not brilliant, I guess so, but he's, he's he's consistent at least. If he's having a bad game, he's consistently bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't just suddenly swap um, swap his viewpoints midway through a game, and he'll listen to players. But I know what you mean. Wayne, but when Barnes is gone, yeah. Well, Nigel was great. Nigel was great. Yeah, Nigel was um, and actually, you know, obviously I'm an Eng- England fan, so we we never get a Wayne Barnes as a ref. So we we were it was only when we were lucky enough to get Nige that mm. the game would be like ah oh, this game's actually flowing well it's you know yeah. it's ridiculous but so it, it, you know it's not great he did have a point however the points he was trying to make was like there's some sort of ulterior motive out yeah, against that's where it fell down wasn't it that's where it all went yeah. a bit more there's and no motive is it was it just a ploy I mean I, it obviously was about this week and. It looked like it paid off. Well, what concentration was being put on the Springbok camp? Zero. Yeah, absolutely yeah. zero. Right now, the British and Irish lot. If you look at the if you look at the newspapers at the moment over here, the lads are being absolutely ripped to pieces. Stuart Hogg is the scapegoat for that game. Apparently, if you believe yeah. the, the the Welsh heavy media in this country, when it comes to rugby, it's always ah oh, Liam Williams went down much better. They wouldn't. He'd have had a ter- he'd have had a terrible game as well because it was that yeah. kind of game. Australian Welsh guy that. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would not matter who was at fifteen. No, in that game, it wouldn't have mattered. It would not have mattered. And we'll, I'll, I'll get. Look, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on a hog defence because he's one of ours, and we've got. To, we've got to look out. We've got to defend him a bit. I mean, he had yeah. a bad game, but we'll come to that. But Gatlin's Gatlin's done what Gatlin does. He's pulled the draw. He's not. He's pulled the drawbridge up, and he's getting back to his coaching. Yeah. Meanwhile, the media is tearing lumps out of the squad. Saying certain players shouldn't be there, certain players didn't deserve to be in the test side, even though they've had worldy seasons. Certain players should never have been even considered. Blah 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 blah. Whereas, as you said, conversely, last week in Rasmus, I'm going to outpin here, be weird, have a bit of a Facebook rap, but no one's going to be looking at the, the lads, and they can just get their heads down and get their head, get their shit together, which the South let's be off the box desperately needed to do after last week. So it could be, as you say, a very clever piece of rugby directing. Um, but it's a farce. I mean, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's, it's a farce, and I, I get, you know, I get that you have all these mind games. Gatlin's always done it. Eddie Jones does it. Obviously, you know, Erasmus obviously is, uh, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. got the next level. Yeah, that, that's elite level bizarre, isn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> but his mind games go. You sent you sent it to me, and I was like. Oh, is this satire? I, I thought it was like a yeah. I, what, I thought it was a. I thought it was a winder. I thought I thought he was taking the piss out of the whole Twitter thing. Like he was yeah. playing up to it for a bit of, for a bit of comedy and for a bit of um, PR. But no, it was evidently, it was real. Evidently not. And I think that Jacko Johan genuinely is him by the sounds of it. It's definitely him. Or yeah. Warren Gatland. <laughs> that would be a twist. Turns out he's Warren Gatland. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be but, amazing. You know, to 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 post that an hour long, going through every individual thing, you you yep. could literally go through any game of rugby, any game, and oh, the, the every single ruck, every every contact, like almost yeah. you probably get hundreds of moments in a game where you could technically pick something which is, you know, not how you like it. And the, I find the chief sale game before the uh, before the playoff, the Queens. Bears semi-final, the Premiership final. If we, if you completely break down and analyze those games, then it's a refereeing disaster because yeah. they will be played. I mean, well, look at the Springboks in South Africa. A flying off their feet at the rocks. Someone was going to get hurt. Yeah, 
no, not nothing mentioned. And then this one game, because apparently the ref didn't give Khaleesi enough respect in comparison to Alan Wynne Jones. Well, also, also, Dave, Khaleesi went in on it as well. I don't know yeah. if you watched the build up. Yeah, no, I saw. Oh, just like I just I thought it was pathetic. And uh, breaking news in the last like 20 minutes, turns out Razzie is going for a misconduct hearing. So, r- regardless, what, this is a bizarre tour, isn't it? This is so bizarre. There's so many side stories going on with it. It's, it's, it's a bit of a farce, really, the whole tour. I got, you know, picked me up the first test and then this last week's just been an absolute, like, it's just been bizarre. It's been a shit, it's been a shit show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest with you, the the media circus around it has been horrendous, it, but it was the same on the last tour in New yeah. Zealand. So Yeah, it was. You're right. I, I, just, I don't know where you go from it, but I mean, the misconduct thing, yeah, absolutely. You can't be doing that. You can't be laying into refs publicly like that. I think that's not in that position. Case. No. I'd, I'd, you know what? I'd expect to see it from somebody like Richard Cockrell. You know, yeah. Yeah. a fiery ex player. He was fiery back in the day. And, you know, he's, he's always cl- he's club level coach. And but not a director of the of the world champions. I know I keep saying that, but that says how where they are in the world. That they are the pinnacle at the moment. That's where everyone's looking. Mm-hmm. All eyes are on the South Africans because they are ranked in the best team in the world. You can't conduct yourself like that at that level. You just can't. It just can't. And but let's be honest. We could go on Razzie all day. I think yeah. because he has just been. He has been. The, he's been the Joker of this. Um, the, the clown prince of crime of this tour, isn't he? He's just been constantly. If he turns out in a purple team. suit on the weekend, I'll be like, "Yep, yeah." <laughs> yeah nothing would surprise me now. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. If Gavin Hastings yeah. starts at fifteen on Saturday, I want Baton Island. Um, I just, you know, I just, I'm fed up for this like victim complex or something. You know, they're yeah. trying to put out there. Oh and it, God, yeah, it, the Rainbow Nation thing. Yeah, yeah and it, and you know, in the in the World Cup, they were like, oh, you know. They win the World Cup. It brings the country together. They said that in 1995. Didn't happen. That you know yep. they win it again. It's still it's still chaos there. You know, don't get me wrong. It's a lovely country, but I just they they need to just sort of like take the lead a bit more. Mm. You know, they're what well possibly the best rugby playing nation on earth. I know the Kiwis will kick off about it, but well, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. I've, I've always I've always thought South Africans are probably pound for pound use the boxing term the best international mm. pride but it's, it's almost like we I mean, go back to the 95 thing what nelson mandela used the spring box for was a was a political tool and a very clever political tool yeah yeah it united a nation that hated each other great yeah. but that was 30 years ago you need mm-hmm. a new thing guys you can't yeah. progress as a nation nelson mandela gave them the building blocks and they haven't done anything with them they've just oh, left them like like an irish builder he's just left them in the corner with a tarp on top honey <laughs> he's not actually done much with them. Yeah, so, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. You know, like you know, I obviously I've told you about family members served mm. in the South African Navy, so do have a soft spot. But uh, this this tour just wound me up a bit. Um, <laughs> and, and, the World Cup. Know, <laughs> yeah, well, the World Cup was you know that started the the ball rolling and uh, well, we're nineteen minutes we're nineteen minutes in and we managed to get the first World Cup final reference in, so well done. Um, but yeah, so the, the the game we've got to talk about the game. Um, yeah. Now, do you want to do a bit? Of, do you want to do chief player analysis? Because it's not really like they had, they did much to be fair. Well, let's do. Let's go first half, right? First half. So, yeah. Okay. So, 
physically, physicality-wise, in the first half, no, no real issues. No, I thought no. We're, we've got them here. There's no issue. I mean, the first half. Well, how long was it? Like an hour long? Oh Something? yeah, it's about fifty-five to an hour long. Yeah, because of the stoppages. But the, I mean, uh, so actually, I thought at first uh, Ben O'Keefe took the captains to the side and was just like, "Stop this nonsense." We messaged about now. that, didn't we? We both said yeah. that is brilliant. Top officiating, especially in the backdrop of what's just happened. You yeah. put a marker down. There's going to be no fucking about now. Well done, Ben. And then completely ignore what you just said five minutes later. It's like, yeah, and and then um, difficult, you know, difficult decisions he had seemed to bottle. You know, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I, I genuinely think Colby could have had two red cards quite easily. Colby should have. Well, he should have had. Well, that by the letter of the law, the Tom Curry thing, you could argue an accidental head clash. Yeah, the Colomani yeah, one, but he's no. but he's too high. Yeah, he's not. He's not. No, it wasn't. I know he was too. Doing that stupid yeah. stand-up tackle thing that they need to coach out of kids now before someone really gets hurt. But again, you can argue there is the mitigation for being an accidental head clash. Was he in the wrong? Yes. Yellow card, definitely. But the Connor Murray, yeah, okay, he had his eyes on the ball. He had his eyes on the ball. But he never jumped for it. No. He never competed for it. And Connor Murray's not a little guy. He knew he was coming. He's in a bright red shirt. There is no fans, so he can't even get lost in the background. You know, his his teammates would have been yelling at him that there's a player there, all these sorts of things. And Conor Murray's lucky he didn't come down with a broken neck because he landed on his neck. Yeah. And and I'm like, I was watching, like, that's a red card. That is a red card. And when he didn't get sent off, the whole I, I feel the whole dynamic of the Lions changed because they went, well, hang on a minute. We are playing 16 men here. Yeah. He hasn't sent him off. And it's like, when you when that gets in your head, Things got things got shit, and they did. I say you can get away with anything, and then you know, fat point high. Look, oh, I know that another shoulder charge. Yeah, the little guys do not don't get ref the same way. No, they, they don't. don't. Get the same way. Right. It's an absolute. Well, I, it's a joke. I, I fucking do, <laughs> but not, <laughs> but not at elite level apparently. I mean, well, it, and it was but it was on the same player. It was on Conor Murray twice. Yeah, you know, yeah, and what something that really pissed me off about the game is the kicking from the Lions because I couldn't work I watched the game back a few times when Bigger kicked when we're in the 22 he did a cross field why just put it through the hands and we'll score or at least we'll get up to the five meet and we can punch it punch it over like they did last week why would you put that kick in there unless you had a penalty advantage not in the 21st minute of the game the 72nd minute of the game with a 35 point lead sure Go for it, like fat, like Russell did against the Sigma Lions. You know, the, yeah, no downside to trying it in that game. But in a test match, within the first half, within the first half of the first half, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put a crossfield in. This will look good on the highlight reel, won't it? Except it didn't work, Dan. None of these. In fact, Dan Bigger was crap. <laughs> he was well, crap. I think there was a question mark over his fitness from the, after yeah. the first game. So it, it, you know, it's hard to. It's hard to really know what what's going on there. I mean, you know, I in the next game I'd consider playing Farrell at twelve, to be honest. Russell and twelve. Um, Russell and Farrell. Yeah, potentially. And oh, and just to see. But but you know, I don't know. I mean, first half, look, got to half time, I thought, do you know what? You know, I feel like we had them almost because I thought, God, we, we made a much better. Really? And they're gonna, I, I thought they'd tire. 
<laughs> winning, winning, winning the arm wrestle. They were winning yeah. the arm wrestle. But there you go. You said tire, and that's spot on because the previous test, there were, what, probably 20 set pieces? 30? Yeah. How many on Saturday? 50? They probably. were scrumming all day. There was just yeah. the high ball game wasn't working from our perspective. So why did we keep going with it? Yeah, I think in the first game when they brought that uh, the front row on at half time. Yeah, usually apparently when they put the bomb the bomb squad on, they usually do it just before a scrum. Yeah, so just before they have a scrum, they put them on, and which I think they did in this game. But in the first game, they did it, and then there was there was no scrum for seven minutes. Yep. So they'd come on. Run around, you know, run around like idiots for seven minutes, and then then, then, then try and get them. The South yeah. Africa game's all about, yeah, but it's all about momentum, isn't it? Yes, so it like is. gain the upper hand and just no matter where you are, get the momentum. They didn't, they couldn't do that in the first game, and then our bench came on and just kind of, kind of ran with it, and it just, it was almost like a role reversal. Mm, exactly. the, the game was, was really a role reversal of last week. So yeah, absolutely spot on. Hopefully, but if we go on that. We'll win next week. So it'll go back the other way, hopefully. So. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can't change the 23 and it'll go back. Yeah, but I mean, there was no intensity from the Lions in the second half. Yeah. The scrum was the scrum was terrible. We There was a couple of occasions that we could have kicked for the corner and had a go and we took points. It was too conservative. Well, I'll tell you what, we, my point, the point I was going to make, Dave, Cal Dickey came off and then all the, uh, you know, any physicality... Yeah. You know that we yeah, had. We had John. Did Ken Owens even he, make? He's it always going to. I don't think he did. He did much really, did he? When he no. when he came on, the night, the line out started wobbling. Um, mm. I mean, I think he's out and George is in for the next test. To be honest, Ken, Ken Owens. He's not. He's not had a great. I, mean, I don't know. I'm a fan of the sheriff. I think he's a, one of those one of those all time great hookers. But I don't yeah. think Luke Kandicki needs some backup. At, at two, um, because he did all that work, as you said, and the physicality dropped off when he went off. Um, but yeah. th- th- then there's the thing: Robbie Henshaw had a good game. Chris Harris did his best. He was brought in as a gatekeeper, wasn't he? That was what he was there to shore the defensive lineup. But it's a bit pretty difficult. Much, yeah. It's pretty difficult to defend to to defend a ground a running ground game when the ball's in the air the whole time. I mean, it was every <laughs> single every single time. It was uh, it, that took Harris out of the equation completely. Daly would have been better at thirteen because he's a better foot. He's a better high ball taker. Yeah. And then I've, I've, I've watched it back again. It's really if you if you watch it, there's talk. There's, well, I'm going to go into the back three. Van der Merwe in the first twenty minutes was fucking hopeless. Nothing he touched worked. He dropped balls. He couldn't get make any ground. And then the infection sort of moved towards Stuart Hogg. So the first twenty minutes, Hoggy was doing all right. Then suddenly yeah. Hoggy couldn't, couldn't catch the ball, and then he turned it round. He turned it round a bit towards the he end, did, didn't he? Exactly. You, you, yeah. you brought me onto it. For the last twenty, Hoggy was Hoggy got his high ball game back. Yeah. But then, but then Atty Watson couldn't do it. No. <laughs> it's just what? What's going on? Like, it, you could see it moving between players. Like suddenly, the, a, a steadfast ball, a ball catcher like Anthony Watson, who I maintain is the best high ball specialist in the squad. I don't, I don't buy Liam Williams is. Liam Williams brings something else to the side. Watson is the best highball guy we've got. But he couldn't catch the toffee for like 20 minutes. And he's like, what the hell? He's had nothing the Lions touched worked. Nothing. 
The back row was absent. Itoji was the complete opposite of the previous week. He was still probably one of our strongest forwards, but that didn't say much. Tad Furlong, I probably saw him make three or four carries. Um, I mean, Tom Curry might as well not have been on the pitch. If you look at the if you look at the stats, I, I'll, I'll put them in the Facebook group. I found them, but the yeah. the, car- the carrying stats were uh, were abysmal for the whole team, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think was- Watson made some about seventeen meters off about three carries, and that's about that's about it. Everyone else yeah. was like single figures. So what what what, you, what are you going to do? Bench, the bench was terrible. The bench Farrell was probably the only pl- Price did what he could, but by that point the game was lost. Farrell shored it up a little bit. But again, they brought yeah. Harris on. Harris came off and Daly came on, which is if it was me, I would have probably taken this from coming from me. I probably would have taken Hoggy off, to be honest, just to mm. stop his confidence get get taken any more of a kick in. Yeah, and and put you know drop Watson into the into fifteen and put Daly on the wing or something, you know, something like that. Just try something a bit different. But the forwards that came on didn't make it. I mean, Oh, see, you know, something. Will Greenwood has been winding me up so much on this commentary. He's like the opposite of Sam Warburton. Oh, yeah. Toby Falatow's coming on now, lads. Watch this. Yeah, he's going to be dynamic ball carrier. And one carry got turned over. And it was like nothing, nothing worked. And I don't think it would have mattered who played. They were the most ineffectual substitutions, really. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. Well, one thing I just wanted to say. So I thought Murray was brought in to basically do a kicking game better than Price. Yeah, and, and he was and hopeless, it, and, and he he was worse than what Price was in the first game. Yeah, also, also he's so slow to the rucks. So, oh, and, and, yeah, but anytime there were like you know we weren't like looking after the ball well enough in certain rucks, and I was like, well, Price Price is quite quick to the rucks. Yeah, and, and then, so it almost negated. It it was pointless. Should that should have just been left alone? There was one yeah. down. There was one because I messaged you about it. I, I, I was screaming at the TV. Where's Murray? Um, I think Anthony Watson had gone up for it. Um, I want to say it was Courtney Laws got there first, and then Maratoje was in second. So Maratoje is in the back, the rear guard position, and he's got three Springboks trying to counter ruck him. Now, what he wanted, you can see what he wanted to do. He wanted to just drop, let go of Courtney Laws, grab the ball, and offload it to anyone in a red shirt nearby. But he knew you could see him going. If I let go of Courtney now, they're just going to blast through. He couldn't. He couldn't hold back that wave forever. No. And you can see him looking around. Can anyone come in? And you see Conor Murray just sort of waltzing over. Oh yeah, don't worry, mate. I'm here now. Like, don't get yeah, annoyed me because I'd seen the. I think I know the one you're talking about, and I could. Yeah. I could see the forwards like taking their place in the line. I was like, secure the ball. Like, yeah, secure the but ball I, fast. Ali Price least. would have been there and made two phases in the time it took yeah. Conor Murray. To, he wasn't even in the shot. Like the, the camera yeah. was, I saw the replay. He wasn't even in the shot when Maratoji got cleaned out. He just sort of appeared in the bottom left corner. His kicking game was bad. And the, the, the Caterpillar, again, setting up the Caterpillar in the 22. You've got Stuart Hogg and Dan Bigger with huge. Last week, Ali Price never boxed it inside the 22. He'd spin it back to Hoggy or Bigger and they'd get it the hell out of there. Instead, Connor Murray sets up this bloody Caterpillar, puts up a high, questionable high ball. The kick chases weren't very good. The South Africans like, cheers, got the ball back. Nice one. Or I get knocked on, there's another scrum. It was no, no tactic worked. And what really is quite, oh, I could go on about this all night, mate. That's not a Gregor Townsend attack system. It's not. It's like watching England. It's it, like watching, it's like watching yeah. bad England. It was like watching England in the Calcutta Cup this year. 
when Farrell had a seven-man overlap and kicked. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, it, that, it, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of that game. Obviously, we were watching it from different sides of the field, obviously, but I was jumping up and down because the scoreline was so close and me, you know, England can turn it on whenever they want to. But when I saw Farrell do that, that stuck with me for a long time. And then watch when they put, saw Bigger put a kick up when we had an overlap. And they're going, it's like the England game. Yeah. They don't have a plan B. Or they don't or or they're not playing to the correct system. Something wasn't clicking right. I think you're probably right. Bigger wasn't ready. I don't think they should have played him. Oh. Um I mean Clive Woodward's calling for Finn Russell to come to come in at ten. Brian Moore's yeah. calling for Smith. You know, these guys are like, you've got to do something here. Isn't Brian Moore ex Harlequins? Brian Moore's also a twat, but <laughs> yeah. so I, just, I was just thinking, we're talking about England uh, or the team's kicking the balls away, and there's that really famous Brian Moore uh, commentary for us, like Ollie Barkley keeps kicking it away, and he's like, for God's sake! Yeah, yeah. It's like, how, how, how relevant. It, it's schoolboy stuff. You can't score points if you haven't got the ball. Yeah. And when you haven't had the ball all game, don't kick it away. And they kept doing it. And it was just, I'm like, I mean, you, as I say, um, so I'm going to come on to Hoggy quickly because um, he has been made scapegoat for some reason. I don't know why. He didn't bite Willie LaRue. If you watch it back again, he's try, he's trying to basically, what, head nuzzle him? You know, that stupid thing they all do. Because rugby yeah. fights aren't rugby fights anymore, are they? They're just pushing, shoving handbags. And he's trying to, like, he's trying to burrow his head into Willie LaRue. And Willie LaRue's arm's gone near his face. And everyone's going, oh, it's a bite. It's a bite. It's not a bite. His, yeah, his highball was shit for 40 minutes. The first 40 minutes of that game, sorry, so the middle 40 minutes of that game, Hoggy was all over the place, either side of halftime. He got his shit together at the end. I'm hoping he's done enough to survive until the third test. But no one performed. No one, except for maybe Robbie Henshaw and Dickie. And Dickie didn't have a great game. He was, he was solid, but he wasn't the Dickie we know and love. He, and he was very cu- close a couple of times. If the refs would be actually keeping an eye on him better, the amount of no arms tackles he was putting. Oh in, yeah, I said that. I was like, like he needs to be careful. He's, got, he's about yeah. two inches off the floor. He just has yep. a to get his arms up. Yeah, I think he can't. Yes, he's just throw, throwing himself in, like in a position of attention, isn't he? <laughs> Smashing into guys' knees. Isn't like, there something? Isn't there something obvious staring at us here, though? We, we're talking about a how bad the kicking game was. Mm. Yeah. Johnny Hills, not even in the match day squad. Fair, fair point. You know, you've got one of the best, but you know, a great forward, great in the line out. And, and he's got a hell of a boot. He's got, and he's got a good kicking game. A great kicking game. When that left peg charges up, you better get out of the way because it's going all the way to the, it's going all yeah. the way to Table Mountain. But yeah, uh, uh, this, this is the thing. I mean, what do you do? I mean, that, the course, second like, half, the second half, I just felt the like hope drain out of me. Yeah, for the that first four, when four. That went over. It just, yeah. you know, it, it felt over, didn't it? It's like it's, they're just going to keep coming. Like, do, do something. Don't like do, do yeah, something. Just Come yeah. on, do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's going to be changes. There's going to, there's got to be. And in who, who comes in that we haven't seen? You know, are we going to see Sam Simmons on the bench? I don't know. Doubt, doubtful, I would say. Now, is he going to See, change? Him up? Gatlin's in that position now. He's damned if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't. If yeah. he brings the changes in and they don't perform, mm-hmm. if he does, if he doesn't bring the changes in, <sighs> well, yeah. All right, okay. Let's let's be honest. Who would you change? 
Win Jones is still unavailable because he's with his shoulder. So it's got to be Sutherland or Vonopola. Yeah. Dickie will start. Now, Kyle Sinclair has been cited for biting. Chances, I've seen the footage. It's questionable, but you just know. it's The way this has gone, you just know it's going to go against him and he's going to be out. So that means it's got to be Furlong and Ferguson at uh, tiehead. I wouldn't change the second row. No. The back row... Do you bring Hamish Watson in for Tom Curry? Do you play them both? No, I think I still think you need a big guy in the back row. Tad Burn then for Laws because Laws didn't yeah. have a great game, but then Laws had a great first test. And Conan was Conan did what he could do. Eight's, eight's think... a difficult position when the rest of the pack's not firing because especially in scrum time, if you're going backwards, there's nothing you can do. No. We've seen it happen to Simo time and time again. Yeah, but um, Simo is so explosive off the back of the scrum. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 absolutely. But my, my point is, when it's when you're going backwards, you can't explode backwards. You know, what I mean, you've got to just yeah, decide what you can do. But, but you know, Conan was picking it up at the back of the scrum. It, what, yeah, we didn't have parity. Mm. He was getting it. He's getting out. But uh, look, I mean, you know, I have, we've got our bias. I, I would, oh, I'd love to see him get the chance. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, I'd love it. I'd absolutely love it. Yeah. I, I think bring him in for Falata. Put him on the bench for Falata and give you give yourself that option. And I, I, said, I said to you the other day, you know, I said I try, I try, and when it's Lions, I try and get rid of any bias that I have. I try mm. and just park it, for, you know, because yeah. I think that's the what you're meant to do anyway. It's hard, you know, it's hard not to. Obviously, oh, yeah, of course. It is. I mean, that's that's why you just heard me defending Stuart Hogg. I'm probably the only person in Britain that's defending Stuart Hogg at the moment, above maybe his mum and dad. Yeah. But you know, I don't. I am biased. He's my national captain, and he's my, he's he's one of our one of our best players. But and I, I, same with Simo. I would love to see Simo start. I don't think he will because who's that coming over the hill, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, it's Dwayne Vermeulen. He's back in yeah. the squad. Fucking brilliant! The best just, eight on the planet has just decided to get better. So, so back to the changes. Price has got to come in for Murray. That that didn't work. Um, no. And now, and then the the big well, you know what? I'm going to skip over the big question because I think Williams has got to come in for Duhan van der Merwe now. Um, Duhan's too emotionally invested in it, I think. Now, you saw the box have got in his head, I and they so. wound him up. And when he ki- he kicked Colby, he didn't trip him; he kicked him. <laughs> he was never going to get that ball. And that was a red card, really. It was, oh yeah, it was a red card. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, I thought he's oh shit, he's gone here. Henshaw. Do you lose ten to thirteen and bring Farrell in at twelve? Yeah, I probably would. To be honest, I probably would. And then keep, I'd keep Watson on the far wing, and I'd keep Hogg at fifteen because put, uh, yeah, 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 the three four. See what happens because you've got three high ball specialists. Then everyone's got oh, Lucy Sammons got to come in. No, no, he won't. He will get absolutely monstered. Yeah, he, 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 he didn't. He didn't great in the South Africa A game. So no, he wasn't. He didn't. Yeah. He's, he's it's, he's his rookie tour. He's allowed to have a dodgy tour. He will be on the next tour yeah, and he will be a starting likely, winger. Yeah, he'll yeah. be starting in the next tour. Like Marcus Smith will probably be the 10. Yeah, that's their yeah. that's their time. You know, that's their yeah. that's their time. This is not their time yet. We need and to it'll, be against, it'll be against the shell of Australian rugby, <laughs> the ghost of Australian <laughs> rugby. Yeah. An eighty five year old Michael Hooper and some uni yeah. kids. And that'll be it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that, but 10 is still the problem. Bigger is, 
I'm sorry. He if he starts if he starts in the third test, we've lost the third test. You've got to bring in Russell or Smith. I'd rather Russell because he's got the he's got the international pedigree. But I think Smith would do the job. I think if they, yeah, I think he's got to. Well, what, what training's Russell done? Has, you know, to then well, chuck him in, chuck him into a third test. I, well, you know, it's that's tough, man. He's, he's barely, barely played, well, so he's also he's also he's that he's that kind of player, isn't he? He's just yeah, sorry, right, boys, I've got this. Yeah, you can have a pint and a pie at <laughs> half time. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just. What did you hear them talking about? If you've seen um, the, inside the bubble this week with Tom Curry, Sutherland, and Henshaw, they were talking about the COVID game, and um, Finn Russell was just that because obviously he was he was named on the, he wasn't originally named on the bench, but then he had to be named on the bench because he was the only back. Yeah, could be, the, could be on the bench. So he just sort of strode onto the bus, shoulder dancing because it was, they only had the one bus because they didn't need the second one because half the squad was left. <laughs> like with his ears, Hoggy, like Hoggy, Finn, you're like you're up for this, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just like goes and sits at the back like the cool kid, and and he'll he'll or if I think he'd have a he either comes he either comes off the bench or he starts. Mm-hmm. we need yeah. that. Maverick now because everything else hasn't worked. Well, we've got the two. Perfect. We've got two perfect Mavericks. To you, 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 it's but because it is, you know, it is what it is. It's a pretty tense game. They, they, they I, I can't see either of them playing. I know he's gonna, he's gonna bottle. I think, I think Gatton will bottle it and put bigger yeah. in because, because we'll probably get through the first half and it'll be tight. So you're not gonna then be like, oh, do you know what, Chuck Finn on or Chuck mm. Marcus on. You're just not going to do that, and then the game will just eke away like it did. And yeah. then before you know it, you're 20 points down. You're like, what? what? This week is going to be an arm wrestle between Warren Gatland and Gregor Townsend. Mm. That's what this week's going to be. It's going to be, well, I want to play Dan because he's got he's better control. And Gregor's going to say, well, I want to play Finn because we need we need pace. We were too slow. Our breakdowns were, were getting monster. We need the ball away from the base quickly from Ali. If Ali's flinging it at Finn, Finn can handle it because they've played together for so many years. And that's going to be the conversations. Meanwhile, at the back, they're going to be arguing about who's going to be playing 15. And that's going to be the similar conversation. And this is where, when we're about, talking about, about fan bias, this is where the lines becomes a problem because you're going to have that political argument between the national coaches. Yeah. And, and what's, ironically, what might actually save Hoggy for the third test is Steve Tandy and Gregor Townsend are both in there. Yeah. And they're going to be like, well, hang on a minute. We've built our system around that guy, and 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 Ali Price, as you said about Price being brought in instead of Murray because of the the, the attacking system. What worried me was, as well was the defence just turned off. It just turned off. It was really good for a big period of time. They were pushing the box back, and then suddenly they just sort of forgot what they were doing. Were we, were we tired? Did did we blow out? I, I don't know. Uh, we, look. It's... We can speculate all we want, can't oh, we? Yeah, we're no. just two two lads having a chat about it at the end of the yeah. day. We, we we saw what we saw on TV, and we've given our we've given our opinions. But go on, you go first. We, yeah, we're just going to have to see what what he does this week. When's the, when's the announcement for well, the team? It's it's usually supposed to be Wednesday or Thursday. Like, yeah, that, I, I see that could be a part of it as well. He 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 named the side very early last week. Yeah. And I think there might have been a, a smidge of arrogance going on because they played so well in the first test. But and then, and there's, there's, hey, we've, we've lined the hell out of this. But let's be honest, the box played well. Yeah, they, as soon they as, played as soon as, well. 
as soon as Lude went on, and they had, yeah. had Mostert, Lude, and Etzebeth, the game just turned, just completely, yeah. completely went away from us. Well, so when you lose, when you lose Steph to Toit, and then your back, your breakdowns get better. Yeah, well, that was weird. I mean, I think he's probably done because he he looked absolutely like. Oh yeah, he's, he, that's him. The series, he he, yeah. he he that was a look of a man who should never have been on that pitch. I, I think trapping he had on his shoulders was outrageous. He's he's not been fit for about two years, really. Yeah, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So he's same been... with Vermaelen as well. Actually, he's not. He's really struggled, and then even the, the other half of the team has got you know all the burn victims from Munster. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I mean, I do. I did feel for him a bit because he's a great player, Peter Steph. Oh yeah. It was, I, I heard something like, I don't know what he had. Like it was a knee issue or something, and his dad, his dad went under the knife, and they took something from his dad to fix his knee, and they had to like make a decision really quickly. Wow. Which, I, which is well, you would you'd do it for your son, wouldn't you? But right, absolutely, especially if your son's. Professional yeah, rugby ball, player, yeah, yeah, World Cup winning rugby yeah, player. Of course you would. Yeah. Cut your leg off. Yeah, have it. No problem. You, you buy me a new house, though, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, Dad. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, Peter Stephen goes okay. But yeah. um, I mean, uh, back. I have mulled this over time, time, all, all the last forty-eight hours because I knew we were doing this tonight, and I, I, I want to have some sort of, I don't know. Sound like we know what we're talking about, I guess. But the the well, lines well, we have got to, caveat. Yeah, we exactly, yeah. we've, they've, <laughs> they've got to, they've got to adopt something to get round that that to get round the box. They've got to inject some pace. They cannot play this conservative. That side was picked to grind out the win. That's what they was picked for. It wasn't picked to be entertaining. It wasn't picked to score tries. It wasn't picked to beat them up in the scrum. It was picked out to hold them. Win the penalties and keep kicking. That's what that get that team was picked for. It was to secure the series win. Yeah. So and in a way, cannot do that. In a way, winning the first test is kind of yeah. In, instead of forcing your hand to, oh, do you know what? We need to check. You know, we got battered there. Yeah. We need to change. You know, and now it's kind of the same thing again, right? Yeah, you exactly. See, nothing's okay. really going to change because he's still in the same situation he was in last week. Exactly yeah, the same. Exactly, exactly. Nothing's nothing's changing now. But now we've got to chase. We've got to go out there and perform. They've got to go out there and perform. Yeah. And, and this comes back to what we've said. The danger now is ripping the side up with a week to go. Mm. What's that going to achieve? And when do you ever see that happen? Let's, let's, let's look at the Six Nations, for example. Not a non-COVID Six Nations. Like, because obviously the, the secure bubbles sort of did for selection this year, didn't it? Yeah. But, so let's go out to 2018. England, I know this wasn't the result, I'm just in inverted commas, hypothetical. England have lost to Wales. They've got France next. They've, they've lost to France. They've got Ireland next week. They've got to get a win. They've got to get a win. But when do you see Eddie Jones just rip the whole script, this whole script up? Uh, never or, or Wayne Pivak or any of them. They don't just go, yeah, you're all in the bin, fellas, because you're all shit. And I'm bringing yeah. in a fresh group. Uh, you know, you don't do that. You stick with the core of what you've got, and and you make small adaptations around it. I'll say it again: bringing Conor Murray in was a mistake. Mako undid all his hard work. Um, you know, he, he battled, he battled back to get in, and then played a great first test, and then was absent. And it's just, what about yeah. the uh, what about the old the old uh, 
back-to-back game theory. I, I've seen how many times have you seen this in rugby? Like every single Six Nations, you see it all the time. Some you you'll see a team have the play the game of their life. The next week, they're crap. Yep, they can't perform. Yeah, no, I exactly. <laughs> Mate, wait, what's my heritage? <laughs> yeah. you know better than anyone well this is it mate I'm, I'm sat here I was, sat, I was sat there on Sunday morning with a cup of coffee a bit hungover going fucking been here before haven't we Flacky yeah we've had I've had a Scottish false dawn but this time I was wearing red that's the difference it happens every fucking year what, what, does, um, what, what do they call it the hype train yeah the Scottish hype train every the hype year, train. Yeah, every year. Yeah. I don't buy a ticket because I know what's going to happen the, the, the day Scotland wins the Grand Slam, okay, let's just throw it all out there. It's March. Stuart Hogg is holding the trophy. It says Scottish Grand Slam on the banner. I still won't believe it's happened. Yeah, you're, I'll yeah, still be waiting okay. for it to happen. Like, I'll be watching the papers the next day, waiting to they'll have discovered that Finn Russell used a, a dodgy cannabis oil plant for his you know, for his joints, and he's been disqualified from the tournament, and therefore his points have been taken away, and we finished sixth. I'd expect that. <laughs> I, mean, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think okay. you'll find that most rugby, most forwards take kind of like CBD. Yeah, oils. it's really they, popular. They now, it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. And Jim Hamilton's another one. He's a huge advocate of it. And being able to have that. I think George Cruz has got his own company yeah. that them and stuff. So. Yeah, I think, I think the Curry Boys are in on it as well now. I think they're 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 pushing it up uh, on their. Uh, well, um, I mean, the, the Curry Boys should be doing like turmeric capsules, shouldn't they, or something like that. <laughs> That, yeah, that more that sort of thing. But look, we we haven't we can't really we can speculate all night, can't we? We don't know we don't know what they're going to do. I mean, what we can have a look and see what he does this week, and if it's interesting enough, we could do a quick bit emergency pod, just review. You know, ten minutes. Yeah, right? team, team review ahead of the third test. That's not a bad shout, actually, especially mm. if it's chaos. If it's if he's completely torn it up, that would actually be you know. And I'm talking. Full Welsh back three, Russell at ten, Price at nine, or, or Davis out of nowhere <laughs> comes in at nine. You know, Owen Farrell's playing six. <laughs> Just something completely mental. Could he um, do? It? What's the Welshest team he could do? Win Jones, Ken Owen, Win jo- don't care. Uh, <laughs> Alan Jones, Adam Beard, Adam Beard, Alan Jones, Tipperick, Navidi, Falatau, Davis, Bigger, Zamet, Williams. No, Williams, there's no centres, is there? Adam, uh, Josh Adams, yeah. There you go. So he could go. He could go pretty Welsh. Mm. He could go, but he doesn't seem to like the Welsh, does he? He's only picked two two Welshmen in that last game. That's because this is his. Um, this because he's going for the England job, mate. So yeah, you say that, yeah. That's uh, why we're getting beaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, 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 lads in the fucking team. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I we think. Will, mate. I think we've flogged that enough for today, haven't we, really? Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I am, we are very sorry that we have got nothing positive to talk about. And you just basically just heard me and Rooney, me and Rooney just cry for 50 minutes about how shit the Lions were this year, but this week. But um, one thing we'll say, guys, this will get more Chief Central when the uh, season starts. Oh, God, really. yeah, absolutely. There's, when we, there's not a lot yeah. going on with the club at the minute. There's not a lot of news. The only thing actually interesting I saw about the ladies' team is you know that all a lot of girls are re-signing, they're making some new signings, but they can't find them anywhere to live. They're really struggling uh, for. Well, there's a, there's a housing crisis in Devon at the moment. Well, so, they're, all been, they're all been bought up by London 
Zoom callers, haven't they? So they, yeah, they, they well, no, they have been, it's Airbnb in my town. It's Airbnbs. <laughs> so yeah, but well, yeah. okay. Well, we've got sorry. Hang on, we've got we've got fifty three Instagram followers and we've got thirty two Facebook followers and we get about what 20, 30 people listen to this a week. If any yeah. of you own an Airbnb in Devon, the uh, get in touch with the club and uh, let the let the girls go and stay down there for a bit while they get sorted out because that's that's a way to help the club. Yeah, help grow the women's game. I think that would be a positive. Or if you know anyone who's got a dodgy house that's got lots of bedrooms in it, just ask them. Uh, what I love, actually, if you um, if you go if you follow Facundo Cordero on Instagram, yes, yeah, he's like Don Armand's pet dog. <laughs> he's, he's living with Don Armand, and all of his all of his Instagram, it's like you know Don Armand's half naked kids, and then like Cordero in the background. He looks like he's absolutely loving it. I just, I think that's really, I love that. I love that. at the end of the bed. Yes. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it's on the bed. I would if I lived with Don Armand. That's different one for different agents. Yeah, well, no, come on. <laughs> um, the, it's like, um, what's the Italian guy? Campagnaro lived with Slady. Yeah. So a lot of these guys obviously do put the other players up. Can you know, depending on how settled they are or how long they think they're going to be there. Mm. Obviously, I know Cordero was only a short-term deal, but he's re-signed for a couple of years at least. So, yeah, he's 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 class that kid, isn't he? Ankle-breaking uh, steps. Get like, your brother back as well. That would be great. Say again, mate. I'd if he got his brother back as well. I'd be oh uh, yeah, I'd be made up. So, but uh, but Rob Baxter said he, he he said he's not replacing Cuff, but he's going to use people in, that are in the squad. So. Well, that's good. That is good to say. That is good to say. We can see what happens. But look, let's, yeah, leave, let's leave it there for this week, I think. Yeah. Um, and then so we'll, uh, uh, tune in shoot. next week for Mooney and I's Depression Podcast, where we just cry about how terrible our favourite rugby teams are. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Again, Instagram, Facebook, share, tell your mates. And uh, we will hopefully be coming back to you next week with some positive news and God, please, crossing everything, a Lions series victory. Let's go, Lions. Let's go.